Welcome to the After Show Show for episode 97. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the whistle like a missile of the main episode where we talk about random topics of interest. This is the uh, less professional uh, version because our normal podcast is top-notch professionalism. You thought it couldn't get any more unprofessional, but it can. Oh, it can. It can. It will. And speaking of unprofessional, as always, I'd like to begin just like the last month, a couple months worth of podcasts have begun with an uh, apology of still being late on on YouTube stuff. I think it's because we kind of set a precedent before we left and then we kind of haven't really got back into the groove yet. Yes. Uh, That is, I mean, that's A, I've been lazy. Like 100% I've been lazy because of many things. One of them was that when we re-signed after summer right. break, I, I wanted to go out more. That's true. Um, so since I've come back from uh, Japan summer vacation, I've been going out, out a lot more. And, Too many and, people surprised, I think. Oh, yeah. Too oh, many yeah. people surprised. And I've been drinking a little bit more. You have to realize Steven doesn't drink at all. So for him to drink anything is like amazing. Yeah, it really screws me up. So like... Every time I go drink, it like completely screws my entire schedule up for the next week. Yeah, I remember one time in the morning you were like, oh, I feel terrible. Is this how you always feel, Josh? And I was like, yep, that's it. Yeah, it was weird because normally Josh is the one that goes out for a very long time. And it's like I, right. I got home at 7 a.m., whatever. Right. But like that was me the last like two weeks. It was weird. Yeah, there's and there have been some days where you've stayed out like much later than I have. Yeah, it, it felt it felt bad. It felt bad. Uh. But that also kind of screwed me up mm-hmm. for everything. Like All normally right. I'm like a loser. I stay at home. I play video games. You know, I played a shit ton of Overwatch, um, but I didn't play any Overwatch really. And I didn't oh, wild. do a lot of editing. And so I, I greatly, greatly apologize for that. I, I, I will re I need to readjust. Um, I need to readjust. And it's taken a lot longer. And I feel especially mad because of our Patreon supporters that right. have been so nice. And we haven't been talking in Slack that much either, as we right. normally do. And I, and I feel bad about that. But yeah, um, I am. I'm going to read. It's September. I need to. Re- I, we need to. We need to refocus. Yeah, it, it, I think it's. We just need to find our our stride again because a lot of things have changed. Like if you're watching the video version, or I don't know when that's going to be released because we're kind of behind. But uh, <laughs> we're we're in a new place. Where Stephen moved, mm-hmm. obviously as well. And there's just a lot of things that are happening all at once. And I know that sounds like an excuse, but it, we really are kind of out of rhythm. Definitely out of rhythm. Definitely all my fault. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Speaking of sorry, the the main episode, we talked about a bunch of songs that we really liked, uh, but there were still we a lot of songs that we that we thought were still good. We just couldn't fit into our main episode. Yeah. And I thought maybe it'd be like six or seven songs. Turns out like 12. It, it's well, actually, it's eight songs and then four songs that are like of really famous people that we just have things that we, to say that we should about. probably talk about. Yeah. Um, so this might end up to be longer than the main episode, but our, if you're a new time listener, our after shows can be anything, right? Yeah. Like we've talked about, you know, TV shows. We've talked about just random ass shit. We talked about show me the money, right? We talked about summer songs in our last one, right? We've had so, retrospectives about groups as well. Right, right. Check out those if, if you're interested. But uh, let's talk about a bunch of these kind of indie songs that we thought are good we we want you guys to listen to yeah that we didn't talk about in our main episode the first one of course being by dude prior to this i had no idea who he was yeah he goes by jiro jero jero j-e-r-o 
And this song features Giri, Giddy Boy. Mm-hmm. And the song's name is Airplane. Jero, we honestly have no idea who he was until we started doing a little bit of research on him. And it turns out he's from a group that we have heard of, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's from Lucky J, which Jesse was a part of. And I think a lot of people know who Jesse is because of her Unpretty Rap Star fame. And she's just, you know, becoming really famous now. Everybody in Korea. She's going really, really famous. So he was called Jayo uh, Mm -hmm. in Lucky J, which is interesting. But he definitely has like an R and B sound with it, and I think he's got really, really good rhythm. I don't really know how to describe it, but the way he kind of sings and he forms his riffs, it it, it sounds really nice. Hmm. Like I think, like it, it's so crazy to me that when I check out this music video, at least the one that we have on his official channel, it's like a thousand eight hundred views. Yeah, less like, than two thousand views. That's not right. Like, this song is amazing. I think. Like this song, thinking back, I kind of wish we put it in our main episode. Yeah. Um, like I like this song more than Junk's, you know, Junkei's song. Mm. Even though Junkei's song is also good, like it's crazy to me that such a tiny song is, is this, you know, is this good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a it's an RB kind of very chill, kind of like it's kind of Jay Parkish uh, in some elements. Yeah, it doesn't have the AOMG production, but it I think it's stank, you know, that AMG has very cult similar. If you're looking right. for similar sounding songs, it, it 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 it's more in the wheelhouse of. AOMG than it is like brand new music brand new music or anything like you know Dean related it, it doesn't really yeah, it's sound. not not super R&B it's not Crush it's not Dean no, it's no, not Zion no. T right um, it's more poppy happy R&B yeah. which recently Jay Park has gone away from into like dirty sexy fuck yeah. me songs but um, there was a time when Jay Park did happy you know songs Joa yeah. right uh, which I was reminded of actually uh, about how unlucky that song is for us. Yes. And, Ooh. you know, my last, you know, songs last, like that, which yeah. are more happy, more chill songs. And, and Steven and I really gravitate towards those kind of songs. And I think you should really check this out if you haven't. I really like, oh, that reminds me, I really like the guitar sound because the, the car does this like up and down. It's like boom, 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 boom. I, is that a guitar? I don't know what it is. But it's, it kind of, yeah. It kind of goes up and it kind of goes down throughout the whole song where it's just like it, it's it's like you're st- taking steps with it. It's, it's kind of like a walking bass, but not really kind of jazzy, but more R&B sounding. It's hard to describe unless you've heard it. So really go listen to it. 
Yeah, we're I'm I'm not Mr. J. You know, I, I'm mm. not a professional, but mm. I do like that part. We're just like yeah. dun 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 dun. Hey. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, we'll move on to the next song. Uh, I really, really like this song. Uh, it's by Urban Zacapa featuring Benzino. It's called Thursday Night. A lot of people uh, are familiar with Urban Zacapa, but I know you're looking at this like Urban Zacapa and Benzino, like what kind of mixture is this? But I think it works really, really well. Uh, when I first heard the song, I really wanted to kind of include it in the main section, but uh, I didn't really have much to say about it besides that I liked it. Hmm. And uh, Urban Zacapa, two guys, one girl. It's also kind of like a more chill, laid back kind of R&B sound. I wouldn't even call it R&B. What would you call it, too? I think it's more pop. More poppy than R&B, I think. It's just the fact that Benzino's in it. It makes it a little bit more, more hip hop. Like yeah. pop, you know. Yeah. Because Urban Zacapa is usually very experimentally ballad Yeah. Aren't they? Didn't they? I was reading they started with like nine members. Yeah. They, they had a lot of members and then it kind of like started whittling down, whittling down, I think. Yeah. Uh, but this song and their last song did really well. I think their last song was like the first number one, and I think this song reached number two. Urban Zacapa is kind of like one of those indie bands that I think everybody knows in Korea. Like, for example, like 10 Centimeters. They're mm. considered indie as well, and just everybody loves them. And usually when they put out a song that's like kind of poppy enough, people really get behind it just because they, I guess, like that indie sound. And Urban Zacapa definitely sounds indie. Right. If you don't sound like mainstream K-pop or R&B, they're going to call you indie, mm. despite every almost everybody kind of knowing their name, right? Yeah. The music video, though... It's kind of bland. It's kind of weird. It's, it's just, just like... Just watching them... Them, like... On vacation or something. There's, like, one scene where the girl is, like, emoting to, like, a wall or, like, a column, and it just looks so awkward. She's just, like... It looks like she's, like, professing her love it, to this column. It really looks like the, the producer was just, like, okay interact with this column go yeah. and she's like the she's fuck like, oh. do i do like, i'm a professional like yeah it's really awkward but well so zerbin uh zerbin zerbin zacapa <laughs> the two girls uh, two guys i was gonna girl. go two girls on cup oh. two guys one girl they all sing though right? yeah they all sing and so okay so that's why they brought it like when when you said like beans you know i i actually 
didn't know immediately it was Benzino. Oh, that's really strange. Because when I when I heard his rapping, I was like, oh, that, yeah, that's definitely Benzino, all right. Because I was like, it kind of sounds like Benzino, but I was like, why is? But I didn't know that much about Urban Zagapa. I thought they just had a rapper in in there, oh. um, and I was like. Because Benzino also had another song where he was really Benzino. Oh, January. Yeah. January, yeah. Um, and this one didn't, at least to me, was sufficiently different enough where I was like, is this a dude emulating Benzino or is it Benzino? So Benzino kind of has, I think, two switches like kind of Sonny does. Sonny has this like hard, I'm Sonny, 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 Sonny. You know, fuck everyone else. Brand new music. The worst song. And there's this fun Sonny who does pop songs and makes a lot of like jokes and stuff. And Benzino, I think... Uh, doesn't go as jokey as Sonny does, but he definitely does sound more poppy in some of his songs. He definitely has some songs where he's just like rapidly rap, rap, rap. Right. But I think he was a real. It was a really good featuring. It was a really good compliment. It, I mean, it, it's on paper. It seems really, really strange if you know Urban Zakafa and you know Benzino, but it, it worked amazingly. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving on. This is not an indie group. No. Uh, you definitely know who this is. This is Hyona, the last remaining member of Four Minute. Who has called? Cold but true. Cold but true. Uh, with her new solo song, I guess all her songs are solo now. Uh, it is called How's This? of course continuing asking questions just like yeah. four minute totter always confused he just yeah. doesn't know what's going on i love looking at their discography and it's just like half of them are just what's like questions it's like an alzheimer's like what did you do today did what's you have your, dinner what is like, your name <laughs> yeah where am i uh, like who am you you're not my regular doctor like it seems like alzheimer's <laughs> you know like alzheimer's you're like what day is this yeah what yeah. year is it you know but uh how's this um her last single, Roll Deep. We did not like that song. It was terrible. Uh, God awful. And this song, not too much better, to be honest. Oh, really? I, mean, I actually not... thought this song was a lot better than Roll Deep. In terms of production and beat, I think I like it better than Roll Deep uh, because they're produced by the same person. Is that right? Yeah, Roll Deep and Red 
and this song were all produced by Soul J. Okay. Uh, this one, I do have to say that the beat and production is better than uh, Roll Deep for sure, but maybe not as as good as Red. But maybe at about the same. Yeah. I mean, you're a really big fan of Red. Yeah, made um, it on my top 10. Yeah, that's right. And like, I think this is the kind of song that re- you really need to hear on like loudspeakers because if you're just yes. kind of hearing it soft, it doesn't really have the same like resonance. As, that's true as like if you heard it like on really like resounding kind of subwoofers you know like we hear it a lot at the bar that we go to mm-hmm. and like it i actually think it's it sounds pretty damn good now granted usually at the the, the bar the djs always change the song within like 30 seconds so you can't yeah. really like get sick of it so i actually like decently like this song like i think i want to download this song because the chorus mm. is for me is just so catchy to me it's definitely less weird for sure. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it's just, uh, but I also rapping. like, I also like, I, I don't hate Hyona's rapping at, that as much because mm. I think there's more sing talking in this than actual rapping. Rappy rapping here. And in Roll Deep, she fucking tried so hard. She tried so hard to be like, yo, I'm hip, you know, like spring breakers, yo, like, y- you know. And in this one, it it's still, it's more Hyona sexy than it is her wanting to, to, to be more than Hyona sexy. Like it's still sexy and like there's the dance is like she like literally like has like a vagina seizure right she's like really grinding yeah. her, her her pelvic she's really area. shaking those hips but like the, she's not wearing she's not wearing like wannabe hip hop clothes she's not like cornrows she's not ski masking she's not Ugh. holding girls by leashes right like this is more of the Hyona that that I that I kind of enjoy I mean I don't agree with everything but I I do like the song more than the moral of the story is it's better yeah. roll deep yeah so that's what's important that, that's what's important <laughs> in life um yeah. true true enough so let's uh talk about a song that i really enjoy but kind of s- slipped through our fingers or kind of through the gaps of the main episode and that's sleepy uh, with his song so what <laughs> Sleepy, he's a rapper. He, we mentioned that he's always a member of the Untouchables. We've talked, weirdly enough, a lot about Sleepy. But Sleepy, I think, does more things solo now than he does with Untouchables. And he's usually like collabing with some some sort of female singer, yep. uh, like most kind of rappers do. And uh, he 
he sang us he rapped in a song that we really liked with the girl from Secret. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Song Jian. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It's called Cool Nitrin right there, Josh. I already I knew exactly what you're gonna think. It was it was a lot of yeah. It was a lot of like back and forth in that song. And Steven I and I really, song. really, really love that kind of rapper, a male rapper and female singer, and they kind of like bounce off each other. It makes it really, really, really interesting. Both of these songs though, like are songs that I really liked and you didn't even you didn't even like that much. Uh yeah, definitely when I first I think for all sleepy songs almost, when I f- first hear them, I'm not really too into them. Mm. But then the more I listen to them, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can get behind this. And then like later down the line, I, I turn out that mm. I really, really like them. The the other one being Sleepy and Bekayon with Kibuntat. And oh, that was Kibuntat, also yeah. one of my, that was one of my top 10 in, in last year, 2015. Oh, that's right. I really like Sleepy, which is weird because I don't like this song that much. Like, I think that... It's because he doesn't have a singer. I right? think that he need, he should have had somebody else sing the chorus because he they kind of like auto tune his chorus, right? Uh, his voice a little bit, and the chorus I think is the best part. Yeah, um, he he does a pretty good job. Like even though it, it's like auto tuned and not really great, great. Like you could tell if someone else was singing the, this chorus, it'd be really really catchy. Like I'm already the problem is like his rapping part goes on for a, a little bit way too long, and then I'm like, all right, let's switch it up, and it's just him again, and I'm like, yeah. Ah. Like yeah. as as bad as it sounds, like I don't want to hear his voice like constantly. You yeah, know? you don't. Like that's why we don't like those like ribbity rap songs. It's just I'm a rapper, you know, like I'm a rapper, I'm a rapper, I'm a rapper, I'm a rapper. Like, okay, we, we get it. Like maybe if it's like the most brilliant lyrics of all time, but A, we I wouldn't understand it, right? And B, no offense to Koreans, but they just from what I can tell, ninety nine percent of them, you know aren't that good at lyrics but i guess the same in america right yeah and another thing i don't like about the song is there's like this weird kind of talking mm. in it like in the title it's like narrated by so this person and i'm like that's not necessary it's not it's really not necessary like i i get that they're like making a mood or they're kind of like making a scene or whatever but if i'm trying to enjoy the song by itself it's really just distracting We'll talk about the lyrics, actually. You were looking up the lyrics earlier today. And you oh, yeah. Pretty so, funny. Um, so the Korean title of this song is like, exactly what did I do wrong? And so the song is about Sleepy uh, being this really, really shitty boyfriend, like canceling dates or like when he's supposed to be meeting his girlfriend, he's he's going drinking with his buddies and uh, when he's in the studio and he's like not answering her calls. And the narration's like, what, you don't, you don't go to the bathroom, you don't eat, you could like at least check your messages. And it's just him being this like clueless boyfriend. He's like, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Well, if you tell me what I'm doing wrong, I can fix it. But it's kind of like common sense stuff. Hmm. But the music video itself is kind of makes it seem that he's like the the victim. victim, And they're like kidnapping him. And his girlfriend's like this money grubbing, like, you know, who's like, oh, I only want designer bags. When you were explaining the lyrics, I was like, none of this makes any sense with that video. Like none of it. I, but why? Why did he change the meaning? It's so weird to me. Like, did it? Would it not play well that Sleep is an, a shitty boyfriend? Like, I, I mean, I mean, I he made know. a whole fucking song about it. So, like, anyways, anyways, that bothered me a little bit. I mean, it's just I think it really bothers Steven and also me to a certain degree when the lyrics don't match the music video whatsoever, hmm. or even worse, like in this case where it's kind of opposite almost. It, it's a it's totally opposite, and they like made the video like seem like he's. Yeah, a good like guy with the, the entire point of the video. Like, I I get it when like maybe the lyrics are kind of sad sounding, right? But then you can kind of make it a happier v- music video, or maybe yeah. opposite. But like that's like a mood thing. This isn't a mood thing. This is like this is literally the opposite of what this. Yeah, there's is literally there's literally like a line where he's like, "I know I said 
I know what I did wrong, but I really don't know what I did wrong. So just tell me. And it's just like, Mm. oh, God, it's not good lyrics. Let's move on to uh, a girl named Jamin, not G-Min. Jamin. Jamin. J-Min. Just in case I've said it four times and you still don't know. And the song is called Ready for Your Love. artist although she spends most of her time singing in japan mm-hmm. uh, she only released two songs in 2014 in korea and now uh, another two in 2016 but she's been singing in japan since 2007 but she shows up Long on the sm channel ago. and you're like what the fuck who's this girl nine years yeah although she's saying i think if i remember just like it's like one song a year mm-hmm. and like none of them charted hmm that's really weird like not necessarily like SM Station these days, but SM Station has been pretty weird. But this song was also really, really strange because it seems like every now and again, like SM has these like closet artists that you've never really heard of. And they just kind of like pop out and be like, hey, you know, it's me. You know, Yeah, we're not just all EXO and Red Velvet, right? Like, like, that, like that one weird guy who makes those weird beats. Like hit, make, uh, hit, 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 hit maker. Hit maker, yeah. It's just like, okay. There was another one too, wasn't there? Beat Burger J. Yeah, but he's a choreographer, I think, though. Yeah, doesn't matter. Anyways, but like SM's got weird. Yeah, people. they've got a whole bunch of like weird artists besides their main kind of pop artists, and uh, Jamin is one of them. And she definitely puts out a song that could really be like Japanesey. I don't know how to really describe it, but like kind of J-poppy. They change it up a little bit where it 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 sounds sort of Japanese, but it doesn't really doesn't really well, sound this, this isn't the song that i thought was that japanesey mm. like i actually think they took a otherwise boring korean ballad and they put some i wrote they put some stank on it mm. like they they made it so that like my, my head's kind of bobbing along with the whole movie uh, not movie um the whole song mm. um i can really feel like she kind of sings it kind of sex like it's kind of like a baby making song but like the sm version yeah of it 
I, I definitely agree that they put some stank on it to kind of differentiate it from just something generic. Mm. Which is weird because SM is the generic, it's right? It's kind like, of, yeah. Um, or or 90% of the songs are EDM nowadays, right? Right. Like this song, like I just, I I really like ballads with a beat mm. and this was 100% a ballad with a beat. Definitely up that um, alley, yeah. So if you like that kind of stuff, um, you should check out this Jamin song because mm. I really like I'm down with this song. Yeah. So it's called Ready for Your Love. I, I didn't look up the lyrics, but now that I think about it, it's probably about some sex stuff. It's probably about the sexy time. But let's move on to another SM artist that you definitely should know or you probably know just hearing their name. But uh, that's EXO with their song Lotto. Sorry, all you EXO fans, but this song was by far the worst EXO song I've ever heard in my life. Not only is this the worst EXO song I've ever heard in my life, this might tie Drip worst, Drop. Worst song of 2016. It's very close. Well, by yeah. a big artist. No, not even. I'm not even going to put that stipulation. I, like, I think this ties just the one of the worst songs I've heard this year. Yeah. And I think the main culprit uh, with most songs is over autotune. But the thing is, we, we've we done so well. We've done so well moving away from autotune. Right. And then not only do they bust out autotune, they bust out autotune for the entire song. For everything. What, what really for makes the singing, me sad. For the rapping. What, what really makes me sad is that we know EXO, they're really talented guys. They can sing. They can dance, right? But this music video, this song, saw none of those things. The singing, I, I couldn't tell if they were good singers or not because there's so much autotune. I couldn't tell if they were good dancers or not because they're they're having this weird concept where they're like cockfighting and they're like gambling and like it's dark and grimy. I, like I under, I get it. Okay, Lotto, huh? You're gambling and whatever, whatever. But like I felt like it, they were trying too hard. There's a lot of filters in the music video as well, and I was just yep. I could understand if I was like a fangirl of EXO that I would just eat up anything they they would do. But this is definitely not Stephen and I's kind of demographic, or we're not their demographic, I should say, 
I mean, we're, we're not EXO's demographic in general, but EXO makes good shit, right? Like, yeah. we've liked a lot of EXO. Like, stuff. Monster? I love Monster. Monster was good. Yeah. I think I picked it as my favorite song when it first came out. Yeah. And I actually enjoy that song. I listened to it a lot when I was on vacation. A, a lot of EXO songs, like, Growl was great. You know, like, Love Me Right was good. Love Me Right? Yeah, I like Love Me Right to a good degree. A uh, Lotto? Like, if this was another group, I don't want to say nobody would like this song, but very very little people like but that. they're definitely riding like the exo train well they they yeah this is 100 percent proof that they're now famous enough to just release stuff and it will do decently well yeah. like well I, you know to be fair though I, I don't think it actually did that well in the grand scheme of things right like it, it got a lot of views on youtube right it, a shit ton of girls bought bought their album but in the general consciousness the song is like nothing it did when it first came out. It did rank like decently high, but then it like kind of dropped. Of course, yeah. like, any any big big group thing will will like number one doesn't mean anything if you're a big group, right? It's an expectation, right? right. It's like that Asian shit, right? Like you you don't you don't get congratulations for getting an A. That's what you should have got. That's what my that's what my mom would always say to me. Look at me now. <laughs> Look at me now. I'm getting paper. From a K-pop podcast. Anyways, uh, speaking of paper, now is the time we want to thank all the people that, despite my horrible laziness, have continued to donate money. Despite us being in uh, on vacation for most of this month, or most of last month, I, 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 these people still donated money. And so we want to give a shout out, of course, to Rachel W., Joanne J., Derek M., Justin D., Ken R., Rick U., the Moose Jesus, yep, who uh, that is his name on Patreon, yeah, yeah. and Christel R. These are all people that donated ten dollars or more. Again, if I missed your name, please tell me on Slack. Um, but I I don't think I did. It's just Patreon's kind of thing is not the best. Um, but not you guys perfect. are the best. Yeah. Um, and if you wanted to help donate any money, uh, please go to a Patreon.com slash This Week in K-pop. Yeah. And if you don't want to sign up for a monthly thing, you can always donate to us. Uh, on PayPal, just go to paypal.me slash this week in K-pop. Uh, I promise you, I will get on track of things. We're back. There's no vacation um, for quite a long time. We're well, no big vacation. Well, we, we, we have, have Chuseok vacation, yeah. next week, but that's not a, a, like a... No, that's not true. A lot of people go on actual vacation. Yeah. We're not going We're on not going anywhere for a while. Um, and I'm probably not going anywhere in the winter either. So we're going to be on top of this. We need to... You just met the other guy that we're going to interview. We need to learn how to figure out this interview thing. Have they? Are you talking about me? Yeah. You didn't just say you met Jason the other day? Yeah. I saw him, I saw him yesterday. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. You met him again. That's the dude we're going to interview. Well, I see Jason all the time. He's one of my friends. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you see him all the time. Yeah. Me and Jason are cool. You know what? Let's talk about this next dude. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so this next dude is pretty cool himself. He's kind of cool. I don't know. You don't see him much in this video. He goes by the name sometimes Sea uh, Love, but for this song, his name's Taewon, and his song's Problem. See 
To that and not the Ariana Grande song. How, how does that song go again? Anyways, uh, Taewon, mm-hmm. this from... is a song that I uh, that I like a hundred times more than Josh, ten thousand times. Um, but he's from Brand New Music. Yep. Uh, but this does not sound anything like a Brand New Music song. Oh yeah, I'll give it that. It does, on the other hand, sound like a not very good The Weekend song. Yeah, and I'm a really big fan of The Weeknd. And I am not like a huge fan of The Weeknd. But anyways. Like, I enjoy The Weeknd's, like, couple of songs. I love that weird pineapple. Um, But I'm not like, it's not like a religious experience to Mm. me. So, so I, but on the other hand, I like this song because in the Korean sphere of music, this is a very different sounding song. I actually think it's all in English. Totally different. And I don't mind that it sounds like a not very good weekend song because the weekend makes good songs. And I didn't think this was an awful version of, of, of imitation. I thought it was a decent imitation. I thought it was, it was kind of like a B side lesser good the weekend song, which I mean, in the right, it's still pretty, still pretty good. I mean, I might have to listen to a few times for it to really grow on me, but I mean, I've listened to it a good amount up until this point, and I'm still not. Like, I think I understand. Like, maybe in your head, it's like, well, why listen to this when I can just listen to the weekend, right? Um, But I don't listen to American music, so if I want to listen to this type of song, it's probably going to be this type. Fair enough. But also, it's a more shot music video with a dancer. Yeah, I think I think the dancer is either from Dancing Nine or some dancing show. She's 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 a famous dancer, is all I remember. Mm. And it's also in the dirty pool area that. uh, that a Babylon. There was a Babylon video in that. Well, there's a lot of videos in that dirty pool, but uh, but yeah, Taewon I think was uh, one of those like solo R and B guys from a from a while ago, and then you know in the last two years, like the kind of younger generation of R and B guys showed up that like actually are good at R and B, you know, like Crush and 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 Dean and stuff like that. Uh, so he's kind of an older sounding uh, R and B guy, but he has some other songs that you liked, right? Yeah, like, he has a what is it called? His history, I think. With Sonny, right? With Sonny, yeah. Sonny's rap is terrible in that, but I, I do remember I like that song. Yeah, it's like Gangsta Sonny, the one yeah, we don't like. Not the one we like. But it's funny that you say he's he's kind of an older guy because this is a very new, young guy sounding song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So, so, you know, give he's it a trying shot. To, trying to change himself. Give it a shot. Well, we talked about a J-Min, but right. now it's time to talk about G-Min. And this is 15 Ooh. and's G-Min Puck with G-Min. her song, Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarandir, 
so strange because 15 and Steven and I really, really like 15 and. But For like the two songs that they yeah had. they stopped putting out songs. I don't know why it is. But we were joking about. It. We were like, do, do they not like each other? Did they break do, up or do, like what's, what's going, going on? on here? Like, I love that. I love yeah. Fifteen. I I really like Park Jimin's voice though. I think it's really really amazing. And her last song it says here is Hopeless Love. I'm not. Yeah. Sh- that was her uh, first solo song from a couple months ago or last really? year. Really? That's is that? What about the space one? Hmm? Like uh, some space, something, something. I don't know. Let's well, keep talking and okay. talk about this one. But uh, the the reason why I like this song and a lot of Park Jimin songs is because she kind of has this this kind of melody that she usually sings that it really, really fits like kind of like oohs and ahs. Okay, it sounds really weird, but when she doesn't sing words, it sounds really, really nice. Just lets her voice like you let her yeah, voice yeah, yeah, do exactly. all the do all the thing. I don't see anything about no space though, bro. Was that the is that the same Park Jimin I'm thinking of? I don't know. G Man is a really common name because not because girls have that name and guys have that name. But I know that she was JYP and hold on. Let me keep looking. Um but either way, I, I didn't really like Hopeless Love that much. I didn't think it showed off her voice as much as it should have showed off her voice. But this one I think really does let her show off her voice. And so I'm really I really enjoy this song, which is, uh, which is uh, a little strange. I'll pick it, and I was thinking of the wrong person. Mm-hmm. The other person in fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got confused because they're obviously both in fifteen and, but yeah, I really, really like. But it doesn't have. Songs, it's yeah. definitely way more poppy. Like I actually think I like the Jamin song better because it's more groovy, and I'm feeling more like head. I'm like, I'm like into that song. Kind of want to fuck to that song. This is more of the like. Walking down the street, pop, like, yeah. feel good type of ballad song. Yeah, and I think what makes Jimin different from her her other counterpart in 15 and is that she sings kind of poppier songs better, but she doesn't really necessarily sing groovier songs better. I, it's hard to explain what I'm trying to get at, but... Uh, yeah, I don't understand. Bek Yedin's songs are more kind of ballady R&B sound. And mm. Jimin's are a little bit more poppy in my mind. Mm. Or she her voice is suited for pop in my mind. All I know, all I remember from Becky at Inns is like, I just didn't like any of them. Like they were boring. Um, I didn't think they showed off her voice very well. No. Like maybe if they went the route of a little bit more indie and experimental. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I was about to say that. I don't think they went far enough into that. It was a little bit too, dare I say, generic. But anyways, mm. uh, moving on to something which I think is very, very... Uh, not generic, but tries too hard. Uh, that's uh, Seal's new single, uh, Lifted. Like lotion, I got myself a 40, I got 
CL, of course, famous for her other <sighs> English songs. The the chart topper, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. And of course, uh, last year was Hello, Hello Bitches. Bitches, a.k.a. Yellow Bitches, uh, which I actually didn't know this. I thought these songs were at least produced by an American, but no, they were all no. produced by Teddy. Teddy Park. Interesting. So before Josh goes on his tirade. I'm going to go on a tirade. I do sure. want to say, uh, though, that on. I don't have the baggage Josh has, which he'll right. mention in a second. And right. I actually thought this song was like not bad. Uh, I don't think it's a good song, but in comparison to Dr. Pepper and Hello Bitches, like this, I thought it was a, it, it makes me wish those other two songs didn't exist. And this was the first one. It did remind me how fucking terrible English lyrics are in general. I don't know if it was worse than Hello Bitches, but it wasn't better. I don't even remember the lyrics of Dr. Pepper because it was a song about fucking. Was the song actually about Dr. Pepper or is Dr. Pepper slang for something that I don't know about? I mean, you don't know. No, I don't know. Well, this song is slang for uh, getting high. Yes. But anyways, Josh, your turn. Oh, where do I begin? So I, okay. So I'll preface it with this. I'm a really big fan of Wu-Tang and a lot of Wu-Tang members, especially Method Man, uh, Red Man, guys like that. And if you guys don't know, uh, this song is pretty much a word for word kind of copy of uh, the song Method Man by obviously Method Man. It's just, oh, she she kind of just sings the rap instead of just rapping it. And th- she tries to make it okay by having Method Man show up in the music video like, hey, it's okay. He's in the music video. Like they, they obviously signed off on it, right? Yeah. He obviously, he obviously uh, did. And it's oh, just hearing kind of like, so Method Man for me is a classic. It's, it's a rap classic. And I do have to admit the, the lyrics, some of them not so great. But what really makes the song good is kind of Method Man's delivery of the song. And when you sing it, it's just like, okay, you're taking everything good out of that song and you're kind of just turning it into, you know. It's like if you took a steak and you just kind of just chopped it up and just, you know, poured crap all over or something and like kind of pushed it off as something else. And that's kind of how I Kroger brand barbecue sauce or not even good barbecue sauce not even like good drenched it in like ranch yeah ketchup yeah just just a mixture of just something really kind of gochujang since it's korea we're talking just, about here ugh, just not good and this song was just everything wrong about remakes like one mm-hmm. i hate remakes enough as is like even if it was like an american artist remaking yeah. an american song because i understand that a lot of songs kind of have a certain nostalgia to them yeah. Like some songs, like I don't think I would like if I heard them for the first time today. But since I grew up listening to them and they mean something to me and they're the kind of experience that I've had with them, it reminds me of a certain time or something. Like I kind of a, attach a feeling or some sort of memory to those songs. And hearing this song kind of like bastardizing that memory, hmm. like it, it just really rubs me the wrong way. And I know that's kind of really, really nitpicky of me, and I don't really do that very often, nah. I don't think. But this song is terrible. So, terrible. I mean, okay, I fully understand what you're saying. I don't actually think it's a remake thing. I think it's just whatever version of something that you grew up with, that is the version, right? Like, that could be the remake of something else, right? It's just that's the version that means things to you, right? Like, I understand if it's sample, if it's if, if it's a sample, right? Like, if the song was sample, sample yeah, that'd way be different. fine. But you look at the lyrics of this song and you look at the lyrics of Method Man and don't tell me that like 95% of the lyrics are not from Method Man. Mm. 
Like, that's not sampling in my mind. But, like, okay, for example, though, like, I am not, you know, I'm not huge in when I was younger into, like, hip-hop, right? But I was into kind of, like, whiny bands, right? And I wish I remember the exact name of this song. But some band did this very popular remake of an Easy e song. I know exactly. What you're you're thinking of uh, Dynamite Boys, Hacks. Yeah, Dynamite Boys Hacks, in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That was the first time I ever heard that song. I did not know it was a remake. I heard that song. I love that song. I thought it was a really great song. See, for me, that song, I don't hold to the same standard because for me, that song is will always and forever be like a parody. But see, that's the thing. I, I think what you're saying is right because they did it as like they took a song about like black people, being right? Hard being hard and live growing up. Right? And they, and and they like purposely guys, did it. Like, uh, yeah, as white guys. They sing it with like an acoustic ballad kind of song. And I think the I remember the music video to like kind of drive around in golf carts and like right. with golf like kind so of that's more okay because it's more of a joke. But yeah, it's a joke. It's not supposed to be taken as like you know music music. It's kind of a parody, and that's fine okay. if it's a parody. But this song, like, she's trying to be cool. She's trying to be hip. She's trying to show that you know she's she okay. She tries so fucking hard to look urban in this video. Right. So it, it it actually like makes my brain hurt how I don't even know if that's the PC way to say it, but they she really is like, yeah, I'm friends with black dudes. I love me black dudes. You see those black way. dudes over there? I love them. See these black way. dudes grinding on me? I like them. Like it was just so blatant to me yeah, that it, I felt it really cringeworthy. I felt like they were they were really just trying to pander to the American market because you see a lot of these kind of elements in a lot of hip hop songs nowadays. But but here's what doesn't make sense to me. Okay, is America is over that now? For the most part, like maybe sure. five years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, Beyonce's still huge and yeah, Rihanna's still huge, right? But like nowadays, there are also a lot of just white girls doing white girl things, and that's okay too. You don't have to be urban. Right, CL doesn't have to be super hip hoppy, urban. Does she? Do you think so? Like, I think if CL, I mean, I know she's like a rapper, right? Mm. But like, I think we always say this all the time. If she came out with Memboon, but an English version of that, I think I would really enjoy that. I think I think even Americans would probably enjoy it. She doesn't need to come out like pouring forties and uh, talking about getting high. And being around literally 90% black people right in the video. She doesn't need to to pander that much because American artists aren't really even doing that anymore. I mean, so I've had a lot of kind of discussions and like arguments with a lot of kind of like hip hop fans, like a, a friends of mine. And like stuff. American ones? Yeah, yeah. Like actually friends of mine who, who like me have listened to hip hop for a long time. And a lot of them will kind of comment and say that you know, hip hop's changing. Hip hop's, you know, not what we used to be, where it used to be really, really about gangster rap and street creds, right? Like people will point to like Drake, you know, and like all these new yeah. guys, like, you know, uh, Childish Gambino, people like that who, you know, did not grow up, you know, in a really, really dangerous environment as like, you know, you compare to like Ice Cube or like, you know, NWA, things like people like that. For me, I think you still got your fair care, <laughs> fair case of knuckleheads. Sure. I, you you say that like, oh, it's not all about this. Like, but I can point to you a whole bunch of music videos that are very, very popular that are exactly like this. Well, but none of them is an Asian girl from Korea trying to break into the American market. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. 
Like, like, like if I'm thinking of like, I don't know, like future or whatever. Right. right. Like, but like God, he grew up in that life. Right. He grew up in that like Atlanta. Wait, is that Atlanta or some? Uh, I'm not sure where future is from, actually. I thought it was Atlanta, but I'm not. Again, I'm not huge enough. Whatever. Like he's that that's his life. He grew up surrounded by that kind of stuff. And, and maybe Sale did. I don't know. But it just doesn't. It's the byproduct. Like if future was in a one direction before this. Right before he came out with his solo singles, I'd be like, this is fucking weird. Right? Like, if this was brand new rando Asian girl, maybe. But this is not. This is CL. Right? Like, you, you can't go from 21, from Lollipop, to like, th- there needs to be some kind of gradual thing, maybe. I'm not saying artists can't change, right? But like, it's specifically how like, it's the same thing with, with uh, Hello Bitches and how you... it used to be called yellow bitches right like why what are you doing like like part of me i'm just like okay cl is is she's trying to break into the american market but another part of me is kind of like okay you're 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 trying to break into the american market by saying like oh i'm i'm hip-hop or oh i have street cred because i i I drink and i apparently get high because that's what this music video in the song is about but for for me, I think I'm. I think I get you. It's it's not. What what I mean is when I think genuine. of female artists, because she is female, right? right? Like help me with names, but like Rihanna, yeah, Beyonce. You know what? Whatever. Right. They don't sing songs like this. I don't think. I don't know if they've ever. But yeah, they talk about drugs. I mean, right? They talk about sex. They talk about shit. But they don't sing any songs like Hello Bitches or Doctor. Well, maybe Doctor. I I, I disagree. Like really. Yeah, I mean Rihanna has songs like you know, "Bitch Better Have My Money," but but know. that's a that's a that's a this is not a hard song. Okay. It, it may the lyrics may be kind of about that, but this song is like happy and like like "Bitch Better Have My Money" is like kind of hard and like "Bitch yeah. You Better Fucking Have My Money" right. and it and it goes hard and it kind of is fierce. Okay, I, I don't think "Hello Bitches" was particularly fierce. I thought it was more of a joke, if anything, and. The same with this one. This one is the opposite of fierce. So, so what is your like main qualm with it then? Uh, my my main qualm is still the same qualm we've always had with CL's solo or American stuff, which is the decision making process of the songs being created boggles my mind. I actually don't think the song's that bad, right? I don't have that baggage as you, but even knowing that, like I I know instantly this would not play well in America. I honestly don't believe that. And it didn't do well. Well, I guess I think she's going to be on James Corden, like uh, on the 15th or something. And and maybe after that, people are going to be like, hot damn, who's this Asian girl? But like when you heard the song, were you like, man, this is a great choice to re- to remake a, an old classic rap song where she doesn't right. even rap. You're right. Like what? What? That's like being like, yo, I'm going to, I mean, you know, you know, Eminem, let me just try to remake an Eminem song, but sing it like that. doesn't so, sound like so, good idea. so is your qualm mainly with the concept or is it mainly with the song itself? Uh, my main problem is the concept because I actually think the song's okay. Okay. Uh, I, my main problem is the concept and also the tryhardiness of how, how urban that they really need to push it. I like for me, I have a problem with the song, obviously, because I've already stated why. But for me, the concept also, it feels 
too tryhardy. It's like if I, okay, so I I kind of dress in a certain way, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself like hip hop. Like I don't really dress. I don't You're think like hip hop. Yeah, I, I kind of have my own style. Like I wear, you know, like I'm wearing like a a, a hat that has a like, chibi Spider Man dunking a ball. And you always wear like X Men or comic related, or at least now a Pokemon related. Comic, shirt, yeah, right? or just like. Or a jersey. Plain or a jersey. Like, I kind of have my own style. I wouldn't consider myself, like, hard or I didn't really have that hard of a life. But if I went out and started, like, you know, saying, like, oh, I'm hard. I get high all the time. And, like, then I would feel that's very disingenuous about the person I am. Yeah. And I kind of feel that in this. Like, seal, like, maybe, yeah, you're hard or whatever. But I feel it's, it really, it really comes off as bravado. So, okay, here's a, another, I think, a good example, okay? Like, if you're going to go hard, you go hard. You fucking make Rich Chiga that stick. Okay. Because that dude committed. Right. He was like, I'm going to go hard. I mean, he didn't commit with his outfit, although that made it better, right? But he was like, if I'm going to go into this American-style music, I'm going to do this shit right. But you know the funny thing is about Rich Chiga? Like, his his some of his lyrics are kind of actually, like, very personal to himself like he talks about huh. how like the indonesian government or something is like fucking over people and like I, I can respect that right yeah but he he didn't take other like he i don't know if we've talked about this podcast or i don't know if you even know with this rich chica song but like he is from indonesia he's never been to america he english is his second language he's homeschooled and yet he still had a more relevant rap lyrics you know, then CL. Well, granted, CL's directly lifted it from a twenty-year-old song, right? But like, maybe even more than that. Maybe a thirty-year. Oh damn. Yeah, because because I think this came out like ninety, early nineties, so twenty, twenty-five. Well, you 25, know, whatever. Yeah, almost thirty years. Um, so like, so like, if if you're going to go and in, get into the American market, quote unquote, like the rich chiga style is way more relevant to me than hello bitches and or lifted. You you know what I think it is? I think up to this point, like the the rappers that don't really have quote unquote street cred, like, you know, Childish Gambino and like you know Little Dicky. Little Dicky, like, you know, Rich Chiga, like guys like that who are quote unquote like joke rappers, the reason why they kind of become more serious is because they start rapping about things that are very personal to them. Right. Or they start rapping about experiences they've had. And that for me as I won't I won't call myself a rap purist, but the reason why I really, really liked rap in the first place was because it felt like I was kind of exploring a person's kind life. of life. Yeah. And like their story. And it but instead of, you know, them telling me face to face, they're they're putting it to a beat and delivering it with a flow that's like that really captivates me. Mm. And I really can't get behind songs like this and Hello Bitches and like Dr. Pepper because they have no substance to me. And like sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I really like a good beat and just kind of like, like sometimes I like some future songs, you know, just because they're catchy. Hmm. But if I'm looking for substance in rap and I think that's what kind of people look for when people are trying to get into an area where they don't necessarily belong, quote unquote, like you got to make it more personable you can't just expect to get by you know doing doing this i mean i'm kind of understand what you're saying but but i also think it just depends what they go for if, if they don't want to be a 
an old school rapper, right? Like they, they, you can be a gangster rapper, you can be a club rapper, which is what is popular nowadays, right? Like if you're going to be a club rapper, do that. If you don't, alluding to an earlier conversation about a personal matter, like you got to commit. Oh, right. Like don't take one step this way with like Dr. Pepper, which actually was more in the more relevant direction. I think despite that song being complete donkey balls, then kind of go this, a remaking a 25 year old song in a pop singing way. Like what? Okay. Like, you know, or hella bitches, which I don't even know what that was in the context of American pop. And I think that's just the problem with CL's kind of U.S. approach. It's just all over the place. Right. Like, I, I always say this. It's just if you're going to try to get the American market, the only way to stick out is to do Korean shit just in English. Because there's all I mean, maybe there'll be some freak Korean that's like amazing. Right. That's like Beyonce level of everything. As far as it is, that's not the case, right? So, like, there's always going to be an American artist that does whatever you're trying to do better, right? Because that's what Korean music is. It's it, They put their stank on it, but it is a – not only is it an imitation, it's a lagged imitation. It's, like, that, I think that's years behind. I think that's the problem. I think CL, all the songs that she has attempted to this point have not really been CL. But what – that's the, the problem, though. What is CL? I don't fucking know what CL is. CL is whatever Teddy Park – wants her to be as far as i know right like uh, the maybe you know again maybe i i I honestly don't know if beyonce uh, i she doesn't produce all her songs right no of course not but at least she found a a producer that gets her strengths and weaknesses and like knows how to push her along and and mature right like yeah see that's yeah that's the issue like teddy I think not a bad producer. I think a pretty, I would even go to say a good producer. But the thing is, he's trying to imitate uh, like American music without really putting a Korean stank on it. Like all these songs mm. sound like just poor English right. imitations. They don't right. sound like they could be Korean like influenced rap songs, you know? Because mm. there's a, I think there's a lot, there's a movement growing in Korea for hip hop and R and B. And the sound sounds different than America. Like there are some similar sounds, but they're putting their own stink on it. And I think that's really important that I do not see in CL's releases. Yeah, yeah. They like maybe similar to the ta- uh, the the weekend dude song. Like there, is, everyone like there is a better version of all these all of CL's songs. I think. Hmm. Well, I think that's I think that's enough talking about that. Didn't think we talked that long yeah. about that, but we did. I'm sure maybe you guys lot. have your own opinions. I Please really want to hear us. them. I really want to hear them because this is kind of a hot topic, I think. Or at least a month ago it was. <laughs> I don't know about now. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will disagree with us. And that's fine. I want to hear what you guys have to say. But, but I think the interesting thing is, like, for the most part, we are not really talking about whether or not we like the song. Right. Mm. It's very clear you didn't like it and I kinda enjoyed it. But we are really talking about the motivation behind the song, like the the concept of the song, right? Like yeah. it, it's not really about whether or not it's a good set or not. The the concept and the approach to the American market. All right. Well, speaking of the Korean market, let's talk about more Korean songs. Uh I couldn't think of anything else. Uh so this song is by a new band. I think they're new, but it was very hard to find information on them. Uh, they're they're called the creatures with a K, uh, with their song "Some Say." I'm not a 
like what you wrote here for the first line. It, it, he wrote two dudes at a grandpa playing drums, but it's so true. It's so true. The drummer looks like he's 40, 45 years old. I don't actually know how old the drummer is. I, he it doesn't even look 45 to me. He looks like 60. He looks like some dude's grandpa. Um, but he gets after it, though. He bangs those drums. Well, it's actually a really simple drum beat. Like, but still, he, but, he, but, he, but he looks like... He does look like he, he's, he's, he's going in. Yeah. But, but it does kind of look like uh, these two dudes, these two younger, youngish dudes, like maybe their drummer like was high or whatever and passed out, and they just needed some ajashi. Uh, does anybody know yeah. how to drum They want to play drums? And some old dude's like... I used to play drums I in used high to play, school. Yeah, <laughs> I used to play like basic ass like drums, and they're like, all right, come in. But I mean, it is a very simple song, though, I think. Yeah, uh, my song. favorite part of, is I, I really do like the the main singer's voice. Like I don't know what it is about it, the voice. He has like a charm to his voice. I think that's it's just an interesting sound. Yeah, it's voice very interesting. It it's very hard to describe. You really have to listen to the song. Yeah, and, and it's always interesting to see the the grandpa playing drums. <laughs> um, it's also weird because the main s- singer like his dress concept is really weird because like half the time he's wearing like eighties like blazer like like fashion like back to the future fashion uh and then the other time he's like hip-hoppy 90s fashion like kind of hip-hop punk it's weird yeah. gold chain like i don't know if he's wearing a grill but he might be like it's oh, just so weird and don't do that it's weird uh, but it's also the music video is a revolves around the main guys i think girlfriend i think but then they're having problems and then she goes off and like flirts heavily with another girl and it's so like this lesbian thing. I don't, I don't know. And then on. there's like a part where like the dude's like just staring at them outside the car. It's just weird. It's triggered, man. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I thought this was a really cool indie band like yeah. um, with I, a very cool sounding sound. Yeah, and I think we don't talk about like bands too often also like K, K-Rock or things like that. But if you guys are kind of into K-Rock, then maybe this is a, might be up your alley. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like, rock. rock. It's, yeah, like K rock often sometimes sounds like J rock, which and that's this is not that right. Like this is like sometimes we we hear bands that are like, oh man, this just sounds like uh, the same three bands we always say. What what are those three bands? Like the uh, 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 you know them. You know what I'm talking about. Like Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, the the something uh, somethings. Uh, two door cinema. Two door cinema. There it is. And this then, is not uh, that. Yeah, it's not pop. And so that's it's interesting. I I, I do like that. Moving on. Uh, so the next time we're going to talk about, oh God, we're going to go to the really generic part of uh, the after show show. Uh, these are the last two. The, the next song is from Stellar with their song Love Spell.
for the record, something has happened in the last six months. I don't something. know what it is. Something. But I used to really like generic girl group songs. Like happy sounding generic group songs. Yes. But now And it's Josh was always like, that's fucking dumb. Like, Lovelies and like, I still remember really liking Lovelies and Josh is like, this is trash on trash. But now it's my turn. Now it's Josh's turn. You know what I think it is? I think it's because I'm a sad, sad boy, Steven, and I just want to be happy. You say that, and but then you, you also don't say that that's not you like 10 minutes later. We've had this talk. We've had this talk. We were like, I'm sad and lonely, but then I'm actually not really sad. I'm a happy boy, Steven. Uh, But this song is actually um, from their Sting album, which was released about seven months, eight months ago. Oh, no, nine months ago almost. Um, But this music video is really, really like low budget. It's just kind of just them in a field and they're being filmed. These are the trash. It is. It is like filmed. It looks like it could be filmed with an iPhone. We could have filmed a better one. That may not we could have that, that might not be true. That's true. That might not be true. But we could have filmed a comparable one. A comparable one. People would be like, "Oh, what is this garbage?" I would be like, "Oh, we filmed it." Yeah, because it's literally just a camera on a tripod, right? And these girls dressed in all white, mm-hmm. and they go through this pure innocent concept. Don't even dance, really, which is like pre-marionette Stella, is what I want to say. No, pre-marionette Stella was like. Cutesy, they were cutesy. They were not fresh. this cutesy. No, oh, not this cutesy. No, 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 no. They were like I don't remember. They either. were like more. What's the right word? Fresh. No, 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 no. When you say fresh, I think of like G Friend and right, and right. Lovelies, and they were never like that. Um, well, I shouldn't say never, but they were more like because they had that song, like the study song, where it was like oh, they were still cute. I remember that song, but yeah. they still dressed really provocative, risky, risky, kind, of, kind of like a bestie or something. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe that's a bit more. I think that's a f- but it was never person. pure, never uh, right. fresh. Uh, but this song is just—it's—it's it's really cutesy and really generic. It does not fit them in the it doesn't, slightest. It doesn't fit them, but I like it. They, I like the song. Two of the girls look physically uncomfortable, like having to do some of the stuff that they have to do. And the lip sync is really terrible. And the voiceover is really terrible. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I like the song so much. It really looked like. I think this was filmed. It's like a thank you. I think you yeah. know, like a year, an so. anniversary or something like that. And it it really looked like they uh, forgot what the song sounded like, and then <laughs> they spent like two days before they had to film it. They were like, they they needed to study a little bit, and they like, couldn't figure this? out the lip sync. They, they couldn't they, they couldn't come up with a dance. Right. You know, this they, is a song that they're like not really comfortable with performing. It seems. Yeah, they didn't have any money to actually rent anything, <laughs> so they just went to a fucking random park and took a video. But you know, but they have bubbles. They did have bubbles. They Josh. had bubbles. They bought bubbles from like a Daiso or something, like a dollar store. Like. Yeah. You know, not the worst song in the world, not the best song in the world. It is as generic as I can possibly think. But of you know what's a song that's more generic, Steven? Oh, I don't want to say more generic, but I will say equally generic. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and this song is by the Wooju. What what's the Korean Wooju, one? Wooju Wooju, Wooju Son. Yeah, Wooju Girls. The Cosmic Girls with their song. Secret.
Cosmic Girls, if you don't know, is a fucking gigantic group. They from have Starship. like 15 million members. Um, half, like not even half, but it's like a joint China Korean thing. Although yeah, there's way half more of them Koreans. Chinas and half of them are Koreans. I looked it up. I think it's only three Chinese people. Oh really? Yeah. I, I thought it was more like I thought it was more half and five, half. Five, yeah. But I, five I looked or it six. up. Six. Okay. Well, this is the first single with uh, Produce 101's Yeon Jung. Yeon Jin? Yeon Jung. The often forgotten member of yeah. IOI. Who can sing? She can sing. She can sing. It's too bad they didn't let her in this. Yeah. And despite the Cosmic Girls kind of coming out with like uh, like one hip hop song and one that kind of cutesy song. Which I low-key, I really low-key like that hip-hop, hip-hop song. Yeah. God, what's wrong song. with me? That song is so bad. Which is crazy to me because the worst part about this song, according to you, is the rap, which is, which that Catch Me song is 90% excellent. I, I didn't say it was the worst part, but I, oh, that wasn't I, said, I said I didn't like it very much. Well, if you like the song and that's and you didn't like the rap part very much, I, I don't know what else to infer, Josh. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they kind of switched to that fresh concept that all the that all the produce 101 groups that splintered out try and fail miserably yeah it's like dia like goo goo don but it's this weird kind of like like weird cosmic like fresh like do you have have you ever had cosmo in you is like is that a drug (laughs) no i've never done cosmo like yeah yeah it's weird i'm a good boy are you a good boy though josh i'm not a good boy you're not a good boy i'm a good good boy g dragon told me i don't i really do not know why I like the song so much. There's so much scene talking. The chorus is really, really generic, but I love it. I love the song. Every you, wait, you're it, really going so far to say you? I want to. I want to say. I want to say I love it. I just really shamefully like it. Yeah. Okay. I shamefully, shamefully like this song. Like I can tolerate the stellar song, and but this one is less than tolerate. Like it's like mildly grading, uh, this Cosmic Girl song, because um, it's it's in this like high registry all the time, right? Yeah, a if you have twelve girls or thirteen girls, however many girls you have, like why do they all gotta sound the same? Yeah, there's no harmonization. Um, they all kind of sound the same. And B, okay, you got twelve, thirteen girls. At least maybe the dance will be cool, like um, like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, it's okay. At least you know, have diff- like differentiate yourself with some of these members, right? But no, not really. They're all wearing the same why, thing. Why and- do I like this song so much? Uh, but yeah, that'll be it, I guess, for the twelve songs we're gonna talk about. That's the big ass thing we talked like almost 30 minutes about seals always that's true that's true but you know what it's the after show i could have talked 30 more minutes about it though i probably could have too yeah i think that'll be it uh we will record the next main episode next week and boy howdy were there some big ass releases howdy right we got that red the velvets we yeah. got the mobb we got mm-hmm. the, the bobby mino mino fuck you mino um, Mino big boy we got some other stuff so we look forward to that uh next main episode of the podcast i look forward to getting off my lazy asshole and editing the video podcasts and so you can see a the new setup b you can see the new mics yep. and d i need to still play with um with the audio device, to make yeah. it better because while i think the last episode was better i think it was only five to ten percent better when it should be like a hundred percent better yeah if you guys kind of have any feedback we would really love to hear some uh because yeah. obviously steven and i we we're, we hear it but then we don't necessarily what sounds good to you guys and, and sometimes i hear it too much like when i'm editing it like i'm just i've just heard it so much so much so much so much that it's hard for me to you need a fresh you need a fresh, fresh set of ears it. yeah fresh set of ears um, yeah so give us any feedback that you could uh if you like it just say you like it uh, if there's some minor tweaks that you want to see, just tell us. Yeah, and hold, and actually, you know, tell tell us if 
if any of these songs of the eight unknown, relatively unknown songs, um, well, I think maybe only five or six of them were. Tell us if you liked it. Maybe you're like, holy shit, I, that Urban's a Capo, that Jero, oh, that Jero song, you know, that G-Man, J-Man song, not G-Man, oh, but that J-Man. Sleepy song. That EXO song, I never heard of them. No, fuck that song. Yeah, fuck that song. Um, so until next time. Bye.